Welcome to Dr. Jonathan Shaw's podcast, Power Moment. Today you're going to get wisdom and insight on life, ministry, and business. We're excited to share this episode with you. So please enjoy the show. Today I want to deal with leadership qualities. I received so much feedback from the last podcast that I did in Leadership 101 that people asked me to do more and dig a little deeper. So I did just that for you. I want to deal with leadership qualities. You know, oftentimes people are looking at the quantity of a thing, but not the quality of it. You know, they think they're a good leader because you have thousands of people who are following you on social media or whatever your company, business, or church is. And you think because the room is packed that you are a quality leader. But I'm here to tell you that quantity does not necessarily mean quality. And uh, you want to have quality in your leadership style or your leadership type so that you're effective in what you do and so that what you do can last. And so I want to point out 12 leadership qualities that's important for every leader to have. 12 leadership qualities. Let's go on this journey today to, and you'll see what qualities you already have or qualities you need to develop. The first quality of a leader is character. Character. You've got to have character. The word character is uh, features and traits of a person or individual uh, that is moral and ethical. Traits that are moral and ethical, that has moral and ethical qualities. And it's important that you have a leader. You are a leader that has good character. Your character is important. Uh, it's going to determine how you function. It's going to determine how far you go. It's going to determine whether people do business with you or not. You know, sometimes we get tr fooled and tricked on our gifts, and we think that our gifts are our character, but they're not one and the same. Sometimes your gift can take you, but your character has got to keep you there. I want to give some scripture references to each of these qualities. And the scripture reference that I have for character is Proverbs 22 and 1. Proverbs 22 and 1 says this, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. A good name should be preferred than great riches. Character means having a good name. Your name is clean. Your name is good. And people don't mind doing business with you or even being known or seen with you. The second quality of a leader is charisma. Yeah, you got to have that thing called charisma. Uh, the word charisma is defined as a spiritual power or personal quality that gives an individual influence or authority over large numbers of people to be charismatic, to know how to handle a thing and know how to talk to people, to know how to engage, to feel uh, the spirit of engagement and know how to shift a mode or a a personality of an individual to take a person who's mean and agitated and angry and make them at peace and calm down and allow them to do business or do transactions with you. The Bible says it like this, 2 Timothy 3.17, it says that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. 2 Timothy 3.17 is really talking about you being perfect and thoroughly furnished to know how to deal with people, to know how to handle them. Not that you are mocking them and not that you are patronizing them, but that you're sensitive to what their needs are and you know how to meet those needs. The third quality of a leader is commitment. You've got to be committed. Now, if you're not going to be committed to it, then you're not uh, valuable enough to an organization that will cause its longevity, that will cause its success. Commitment is essential. The word commitment means the act of committing. 
pledging or engaging oneself. It is a pledge or a promise. It's an obligation. I obligate myself. I commit myself. Making a commitment to something is essential to, it, to its success because sometimes it's not going to work. Sometimes it's going to fail. It's going to fall right on its face. But commitment doesn't mean you walk away from it because it didn't do good. Commitment means you stick with it even when it's doing bad. I often tell couples that I counsel and that I give advice to, I tell them, listen, if you're going to stay married, you don't do it because you love each other. Because there's some days you're going to wake up and you hardly even like each other. Love don't keep you married, but commitment does. You know what kept Jesus on the cross? His commitment. Now, when he told the Father, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done, he was committed to what he said. He was committed to his assignment, and he endured the shame of the cross. Numbers chapter 30, verse 2 it says this, if a man vow a vow unto the Lord or swear an oath to bind his soul with the band, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. That's being committed. That's making a vow. That's making a statement and sticking to what you said you were going to do. The fourth quality of a leader is communication. Yeah, your skill of communication is going to be essential in your leadership. You're going to have to communicate. You're going to have to convey information. When you look at the word communication, it means to give or interchange thoughts, feelings, information, or the like by writing or speaking, etc. And there's so many ways and methods of communicating, especially in our world. We got texting, we got emails, we got smoke signals, we got speaking. We got all kinds of things that we can do to communicate. But it's so unfortunate that we communicate less with all these devices of communication. I often tell people this, that the lack of communication is the cancer of all relationships. When you don't communicate, your relationship is going to die. Whether it's a marriage, a business partnership, whether it's any kind of relationship, a brother and sister, a friendship, platonic, romantic, it doesn't matter. Any relationship needs communication. Communication is essential for leadership because it allows you to convey proper information. Proverbs 25 and 11 says this, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. My God, how poetic the scriptures is. Our Proverbs 25 and 11 really tells us how the words stand out. Your, your ability to communicate is going to be essential. It's going to be extremely important in your leadership and you must be able to conquer uh, communication. Another quality that a leader must have is competence. Competence means to have suitable or sufficient skill, knowledge, and experience. You have to have sufficient skill, knowledge, and experience. One time a person asked me, which would you rather to hire, somebody who has character or somebody who is competent? And I told him, I need both. A good character is one thing, but you have to not only have a good name, you got to know what you're doing. You got to be able to do the job. I know some individuals that got a good name. They're great individuals. And I love them and they have integrity, but they don't necessarily know how to do the job. Knowing how to do the job is competence to know what you are doing. So you are that the fact that you are qualified to do what you are doing. That's having competence. 2 Corinthians 3 and 4 says, And such trust have we through Christ to Godward, that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. 
In fact, the matter is what the scripture is saying here is we're not competent in ourselves. We're competent in the God who lives in us. We, we are sure that he's going to do the work and he's going to complete it because he's skillful. He has the knowledge. He has the information and we rely completely on him. Another quality that you must have, number six, is courage. Yeah, courage is essential for your leadership. The word courage means the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, or pain without fear, to do it with bravery. Now, you can't confuse courage. Sometimes people look at individuals who have courage and they think that they don't have fear. That's really not true. What courage actually is, is that even though I have fear, I do it anyway. Leadership means taking courage and doing things even when you're afraid, even when you're fearful, even when you're freaking out and you don't know if it's going to work or not. But to do it anyway, to step out on that stage anyway, to do, go to that meeting anyway, and to pitch that pitch to that new company anyway, I'm telling you, it takes courage to do it. And you're going to have to have courage if you're going to be an efficient leader. The Bible says in Joshua 1 and 9, it gives us this encouragement. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you whithersoever thou goest. Joshua 1 and 9. Be of good courage. God told Joshua to be of good courage. You're going to have to take courage. You're going to have to take the courage. You're going to have to square up your shoulders, stick your chest out. You're going to have to really swallow that pill called pride and step out there anyway and take courage and get the job done. You're going to need it in order to be a sufficient leader. Number seven. You're going to have to make good choices. Yep, absolutely. You got to make good choices. And sometimes it doesn't always mean you're going to make the right choice. It's just got to be a good choice. Sometimes we make the wrong choices. Leadership is all about making bad choices and making good ones. But you've got to make the right one. The right one means you have all the information, you've gathered all the data, and you've got to make the right choice. Sometimes you find out later, hindsight is twenty twenty, and you're going to discover that the choice wasn't that favorable for you. But it's okay. You still made a choice. That was courage. And you made the right choice for the information that you had. You have to make good choices. The word choices or discernment simply means something that is preferred or preferable to others. It is the best part of something. It's a careful selection. Making a choice is making a careful selection. I thought about this, and with all the information that I have, I'm going to make this decision. And sometimes, again, you find out later that's not the best decision. At least you made a choice. You have to make choices. And sometimes there are tough choices and hard choices, but you got to make one. First John 4 and 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. You got to try the spirit before you make a decision, before you make a choice. You got to take it through a trial process. You got to take it through a, a process of determining, is this good enough? Is this valuable enough? Is this going to work for what I'm doing? Let's go a little bit further. Number eight, in order to be a good leader, one quality you need is concentration. That's right, concentration. The word concentration means to bring or draw to a common center or point of union, to direct towards one point, to focus. The word concentration means to focus. You're going to have to have blinders on the side of your face. And you're going to have to be so focused and centered into what your goals are, into achieving them, into achieving your dreams. You're going to have to think and think and think again and then focus on it. 
Distractions oftentimes causes leaders failure because they were distracted and they looked over here and they looked over there. But you got to stay focused. You've got to stay focused. You got to concentrate on the goal at hand, on the project at hand, on the job at hand. You got to concentrate on what you have been assigned to do and you have to stick to that. You have to have blinders on and, and bullseye hit your target because you're concentrating or because you're focused. Luke 21, 36, it says this, watching therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore and pray. Stay focused. Stay focused. Concentrate. Look to the hills. Look to your future. Look to your promises. Look to your dreams. Look to your goals. Stay focused. Another uh, trait you must have is charity. Charity. Notice, you got to have charity. Charity is the generous actions or donations to aid the poor, the ill, or the helpless. Charity is essential. Now, any leader that doesn't have charity is not a person that's worth being the leader. To look to others that are less fortunate, to look to others that need help or aid, it's essential for leadership because it shows your compassion. It shows your passion. Charity is essential for leadership because you are affecting the lives of people, but you cannot lead people that you don't care or are concerned about because people don't always remember what you said, but they always remember how you made them feel. So you're going to need charity and it's going to be essential for your leadership growth. Acts chapter 20, verse 35, Acts 20 and 35 says, I have showed you all things, how that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. I don't care if you are leading a Fortune 500 company, a church, if you're leading any organization or any institution, it has to have that component of charity. It has to have that component component where it gives back to society, it gives to those who are less fortunate, and aid those who are helpless. It's essential for leadership. Another quality you got to have, number 10, is to be clever. Yeah, you got to be clever. You got to be mentally bright, having sharp or quick intelligence. That's what clever means. It's superficially skillful, witty, original in character. It is showing inventiveness or originality. It is your ingenious. To be clever, to be sharp, to be bright, to have mental intelligence, to be clever. I mean, you're going to sometimes have to think on your feet. Sometimes you're going to be asked questions and uh, some information you don't necessarily know. But you got to be able to think on your feet. You got to be able to say it and know what you're saying and be a little witty with it. Sometimes you got to think twice, but sometimes you have to, in the moment, be able to come up with an answer. That's going to take a clever quality. James 4 and 17 says this, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. You got to be clever enough to know what to do, know how to do it, know how to say it, know how to get it done. You got to be sharp with it. You got to be quick to give it an answer. You got to be able to stand flat-footed and come back with anything that faces you or anything that challenges you. And you got to be able to come back with something to take it down to its needs. That's going to take a clever quality. Number 11, another leadership quality you must have is you must have the ability to comprehend. 
That's right, comprehend. The word comprehend means to understand the nature or meaning of something, to grasp with the mind, to be able to perceive. You know, a lot of leaders fail because they don't really understand the nature of the thing that they've been assigned to. So you got to study it. You got to look at it. If you're doing music or if you're in science labs, no matter what you're doing and what area of life you're leading, you got to be able to study it. You got to look at it. You got to understand why it does what it does. You got to turn it up and flip it and turn it around and sometimes turn it inside out. You got to really understand it. Your level of leadership is predicated on your level of perception because you only perceive based upon how you understand or comprehend, but you can only receive based upon how you perceive. And so therefore, what comes back at you is based upon what you understand. You only stand under what you understand. You got to be able to comprehend. Comprehension is essential to all leadership. James 1.19 says it like this, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. You got to be quick to hear, quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to wrath. To comprehend is the ability to listen, to understand it, and to gather all of the information. Last but not least, leadership quality that is essential to you and to your leadership. It is to have proper cravings. That's right. What do you crave? You have to have proper cravings. The word crave means to long for, to want greatly, to desire eagerly. What do you crave? Your appetite is going to be able to push your leadership forward or it's going to bring your leadership to its knees. What you crave, your desires, your longings, it's going to speak volumes to what you're able to move quantifiably. Cravings are essential to every leader because some leader have lost their ability to lead because of the things that they have craved. Your cravings can be a distraction if you don't crave the right thing. So monitor your cravings because it's going to be, again, essential to your leadership. 1 Corinthians 10 and 31, it says this, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do it all to the glory of God. No matter what you eat, no matter what you wear, no matter how you go and how you do it and who you do it with, your cravings are going to be uh, the thing that either builds you up or is going to cause you to fall. If you didn't notice, all 12 of, 12 of these qualities begin with the letter C because all of this is going to now be the essential characteristics that you need in order to develop your leadership skills. I want to pray for you today, and I want to pray that you're able to tap into these qualities and you'll be able to perform in these qualities so that your leadership can go to the next level. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for those who are listening to this podcast. I pray, Lord, that now you begin to move them into next level leadership. And it's going to be based upon their own character traits. It's going to be based upon their own qualities. I pray, oh God, that you would move upon the altar of their heart. And anything, Lord, that's not that should not be, that's foreign, anything that, God, you did not plant there, we uproot it, we cast it out, we reject it today. And anything, Lord, that you that they need in order to move into the future that you have ordained for them, I pray, Lord, that you would download it, deposit it, 
give it to them, Lord. I pray that the qualities that they need to move that company, to move that church, to move that family, to move that business to the next level, my prayer, Lord, is that quality will be downloaded in them. And God, I pray that they will begin to show forth those qualities and it glorifies you in their thoughts, in their behavior, in their spirit, even out of their mouth. I thank you, Lord, that they begin to be who you call them to be. Let us be more like you. Give us a heart like yours. Give us a mind like yours. And we thank you that you're glorified thereby. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast today. I hope and pray that you begin to exuberate all that I share with you and that you begin to be the leader that God has called you to be. Thank you so much. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining the Power Moment today with Dr. Shaw. If you'd like to seed into this ministry, just click the link in the description to give now. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe and share it with your friends. Remember to let every moment be a power moment.